Good morning. Good morning. Today is January 31st. It is Tuesday. And uh, it's currently 55 degrees. Uh, in Stockbridge, supposed to get to a high of 66 today. It looks like it's going to be cloudy. I'm uh, here. Louise and looks different. I'm here in Chaco Springs, Alabama, uh, which is just west of Talladega at the uh, Deep South Pastors Summit. We uh, had a great start last night. 30 senior pastors from Calvary Chapels all over the Southeast. And uh, it was just a great time of uh, getting to know one another, uh, sharing some good things that are going on in our fellowships, and encouraging one another, worshiping together. Um, so let's pray and we'll get into our lesson today. If you want to uh, follow along reading, you'll have to go to blueletterbible.com, click on, uh, or maybe it's .org, and click on uh, devotions and then today's reading. Um, we do have a prayer request uh, just for uh, Lisa that was uh, submitted by Ricky uh, that's in the hospital, uh, also Doug. Um, <clears throat> a friend of uh, friend of Graham's uh, and Marissa's, and uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just ask for your blessing uh, right now as we uh, get into this. Lord, we just ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth; that you would use us as you see fit. Lord, thank you for waking us up. Thank you for getting uh, me here safely, uh, and. Uh, Lord, we lift up uh, Lisa to you in the hospital. We lift up Doug that uh, was just uh, a lot of medical conditions and was uh, nowhere to be found. Lord, we just lift him up to you. We hope he's been found by now. But also, Lord, we lift up Gary and the family with the loss of his sister, uh, Joanne, and uh, upcoming uh, funeral or uh, celebration of her life on Thursday, Lord. And so, uh, Lord, I know that there's just a lot to deal with, uh, or certainly there is, and uh, you just, your hand would be in that. And, uh, your peace, your comfort uh, for Gary, the whole family, for uh, Rick, uh, the husband, the widower now, Lord, just lift him up to you, Lord. We just ask that you would give him peace and comfort and increase his faith through this, Lord. And Father, now, uh, just as we get into your lesson, uh, just uh, open our eyes, our hearts uh, to your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> okay. So our lesson today is God's grace teaching us, and our chapter is Titus chapter 2. But as for you, teach what accords with sound doctrine. Older men are to be sober-minded, dignified, self-controlled, sound in faith and love and in steadfastness. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good and to train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands. That the word of God may not be reviled. Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled. Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works. And in your teaching, show integrity, dignity, 
and sound speech that cannot be condemned so that an opponent may not put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. Bond servants are to be submissive to their own masters in everything. They are to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of God, our Savior. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works, Declare these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one disregard you. Okay. Sorry, I'm going back between my phone and my Bible. God's grace teaching us. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, Titus 2, 11 through 13. Time and again, we have considered the connection between grace and justification, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, Romans 3.24 and Ephesians 1.7. Now we have an opportunity to ponder once more the relationship between grace and sanctification. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, it is God's grace that brings salvation to mankind. For nearly 2,000 years, that saving grace of the Lord has been offered to humanity through the preaching of the gospel. This particular verse now adds another function to the work of grace. For the grace of God is teaching us. The grace of God not only saves the souls of all who believe, it also works in believers' lives to teach and instruct them. God's grace, working through his word, the word of his grace, Acts 20, 32, instructs and shapes our thinking and living, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. It is the will of our Heavenly Father that his children turn away from that which is worldly and spiritually compromising. He wants us to walk in godliness, in Christ-likeness. God works this into our hearts by his grace. God's grace also develops expectant lives, eager to have the Lord Jesus return for his people, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. The grace of God impacting our hearts through his word by his spirit is his divine means to bring about such transformation in us. To view sanctification as something we can produce through our own performance, that is by law, is akin to overlooking God's grace and understanding and underestimating the provisions of the cross of Christ. I do not set aside the grace of God for its for it is righteousness. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. Galatians 2:21. 
Dear Jesus, my great God and Savior, I want to live in eager anticipation for your return. Meanwhile, I desire you, desire to please you by growing in godliness and in applied righteousness. Thank you for your long suffering. Your thank you for your long suffering love, patiently teaching me by your grace, the grace that sometimes I sometimes neglect, attempting to produce these realities by the striving of my flesh. From such vanity, I turn in hope to you, Lord Jesus. And Heavenly Father, we just ask that you would uh, be with us today, these uh, pastors that have come from all over, many different states, Lord. This ask that your spirit would be upon us, among us, Lord, upon us, uh, that you'd give direction, guidance, uh, healing, uh, encouragement, Lord, that we would all come back just, uh, just fired up for you, Lord, to serve you, uh, to glorify you, Lord, uh, in our respective churches. And so we just ask for your blessing today on that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, have an amazing day. We'll see you soon.